everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. June 4th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 15 of the Project 2020 show. And before we begin, thank you again for everybody who has subscribed to the channel. I greatly appreciate it. We're now over 1,030 subscriptions, and it's just amazing to see. So if you're not subscribed, please hit that button because our goal is to be at 1,100 by this time tomorrow morning. Now, let's get back to episode 15 of the Project 2020 show. So here we are, Thursday morning. We just got Willie Mays and George Brett announced. I called them yin and yang. They both speak to people differently. The Keyshore is a great design. I do like the watercolor of Rochester East. I think it's watercolor. I'm not an art fan, or not an art uh, connoisseur in a sense, so I don't know all about that. But I think it's watercolor. I think it's an interesting look to the maze, and I, I, I like the cleanness of the Brett. But look, a lot of things to cover today. We're going to cover the top 20 pricing. I did change the chart a little bit. I, I started working on the graph last night, and I was like, this is wonky. It doesn't look good. So I changed it for now, and then when I get more data, I'll go back to the graph. We'll walk through that. I'll walk through the entire market. I'll show you, did the market move up today? Did, or yesterday, did it move down? Did it stay flat? I think there were some interesting number movements yesterday in the market. We're also gonna check in on the pre-orders. I'm, I'm, I'm here to sort of make a proclamation or sort of a, a judgment of the numbers early on the trout. I don't think it's gonna do what people think it's gonna do. The numbers just don't make sense, and I'll walk through that here uh, in a little bit. And then we're gonna talk about Willie Mays, and we're gonna talk about George Brett. Look, two new cards. We're now officially into the hundreds, and it's going to be exciting to see where these land. But let's now look at yesterday's movement in the market of the top 20 cards. So here's the chart I'm using for now. It's not on the website, but it'll be on the website after I finish this video. I did have to make one change to it. I realized that I made a mistake, and I did not include Frank Thomas's first card. So card 19 was a second. I think it was... A Clemente, but that's been removed, and so I threw in, or I didn't throw in, I put in Frank Thomas's first card, went back and found that data, and then of course we have the Jeter at 29. So this is still the top 20 plus one, it just they don't go in numerical order from the print run perspective. But look, when you think back to June 2nd, we achieved, or the market sold 11,000 cards, of, or $11,000 of these cards at 133, so the average was 526. And then June 3rd yesterday, we sold ten thousand four hundred and thirteen dollars that was 108 cards so the average was 520 very similar the the one question mark i had was on the cofax there was a sale for two thousand dollars and terapeak is usually really good at if, if a best offer was accepted or anything it shows the actual number there was not a there was a, it was showing two thousand dollars but i don't believe for a second that somebody sold this card for two thousand dollars so we'll figure that out here we'll see if it changes tonight but as of right now, look, you know, I think half the cards moved up, half the cards moved down, maybe a little bit less than than half moved up. But, you know, 99%, I think, look, these cards are going to be the indicator of the market overall. And I think if these stay flat, the market's going to stay flat. Or if these start spiking, you know, the, the market will spike in general. So yesterday, top 20, kind of just an even day, some numbers here and there. I mean, the biggest jump yesterday was Ricky Henderson went from an average of 327 to an average now of 480. So that was, a, that was the, the healthiest jump of them all. But for the most part, look, I mean, it's a pretty flat day in the market from the top 20 cards. Now let's look at the market overall. Also, if you're thinking or asking where do all these graphics come from or the numbers, 
please check out the website, crtsportscards.com. Go to my Project 2020 page, and it has everything there for you. Uh, and you can quickly reference any number that I talk about here at, uh, on the show. So yesterday in the market overall, it was a sort of a mixed bag, but it was a mixed bag because of the cards that were released for pre-order. From a volume perspective, we sold yesterday 2,382 cards, which was the highest since we sold 2410 on May 20th. So that, that's good to see the uptick. Now, of course, that was driven by the release of the Mike Trout 100. You know, there's over 500 reservations on that card alone yesterday. So that's a big spike. I mean, but the good thing here is that when you look at the peak of that chart, so 6992, that was the day Griffey was released. So these are polar opposite days almost from the perspective of, of what the print runs could be and the demand for these cards. So that was good to see that we didn't just all of a sudden spike to nearly 7,000 in, in one day. But from an average price perspective, because of the pre-orders, we did drop down to $80. Those lines are almost meeting again. But when I, I when I just remove the trout number out of curiosity, look, all of these numbers involve pre-orders. I think it's too tricky to start trying to take out pre-orders. You know, we stated about $101. So it looked like a pretty flat day from the market perspective. When you factor in the COFAX reserves, which were rather low, we'll cover that here in a second. And then the trout reservations, or the, removing the trout reservations, we basically had a flat date, about $101 on the average cards. So look, as, as the top 20 was pretty flat, so was the market. So as I said, these two are going to be interlinked together forever. So as long as these are moving forward or staying flat, the market's going to stay flat. You're going to see cards move periodically up and down, but I'm really looking to see where these top 20 cards go, because if these top 20 cards moving or start moving at a higher frequency or at a higher price point, you start seeing buyers move uh, or become more confident in even some of the higher printed stuff. So maybe you're now selling cards that were 60, now at 80, 85, maybe 90. We really need these 20 cards to move forward for the entire market and for buyers to become more confident. So if you're rooting for any cards to gain steam right now, it needs to be these top 20 cards because these are these are so linked together to the entire market. Now, let's look at pre-orders on the four cards that are out right now, and let's look forward to Mike Trout and Sandy Koufax. So here we go. Here is the pre-orders yesterday for Maguire Robinson, the first ever Project 2020 cards with three days of reservations. Then you have Koufax and Trout. We're going to break them up in two groups. But from an actual perspective, Maguire and Robinson added another 20% onto their total. So Maguire right now, as of last night, 11 o'clock, sat at 349 total reservations, and Robinson sat at 274. I think our opportunity to have both of these cards fall under 20,000 is now over with the extra day of pre-orders. I really thought both would fall in that 19 group, or at least with a one. But now with the third day of reservations, tied with Trout. I don't think that happens. So I think we're going to see both of those over. We'll find out, but it would be nice to see them both drop under 20,000, but we'll find out here in a couple of hours. But now let's look at Trout and let's look at Koufax. And I think there's some very interesting numbers here. And it, it's also why I right now do not believe Mike Trout's going to top 100,000. So after one day, Koufax has 141 reservations. That's very low, but it's still kind of high when you think of time frame of reservations within 24 hours. That's not really the story here. The story, of course, is, is how is Trout tracking and, and how is Trout performing versus Griffey, and is Griffey going to, or is he going to pass Griffey overall? 
And it's why I right now, after one day, do not think he is going to touch Griffey at 99,000. And there's a couple of different reasons, but the numbers right now speak for themselves. I've broken up Griffey's, or not Griffey's, Trout's reserves into two numbers. So 302 and 574. 302 were reservations taken before the actual announcement of this card yesterday. These are pre-orders done at like 24 bucks, $25. I don't know why they're being done like this, and I don't know if these are legit sales or if people are going to cancel those altogether. But yesterday alone, we had 574 reservations, well below Griffey uh, on the first day, which had over well over 1,000. So there's a big disparity there in Trout versus Griffey right now. But if we just use our simple math and say, okay, look, 574, 302 are real. They're all going to be fulfilled. That's 874 reservations. If you use our math from a couple of episodes ago, when it comes to a player having a 30% increase on their pre-orders after day number one or in day number two, that brings Trout to 11, 11, or sorry, 1,137. If we use our basic math of 1.5% eBay penetration versus a tops.com order, which is what we've been seeing last week when it comes to pre-orders versus overall print run, that takes us to just 76,000 Mike Trout copies. If we say, okay, Mike Trout is now going to only do 1% on eBay because of the autograph, that then takes him to 113,000 copies sold. But I don't know if we're going to see that drop from 1.5 to 1 just based on 10 copies of an autograph. I don't believe people who are hunting this autograph are going to go buy 30, 40, 50 copies of this card to maybe find an autograph. It's pointless. You're crushing the print run, and that's they're too smart with their money. If you're looking for a Mike Trout Project 2020 uh, autograph, you're going to buy it on the secondary market. You're not going to go buy 50 lottery tickets to try to find this. It just doesn't make any sense. I think this autograph is going to increase the maybe the 1x orders or the 2x orders. Maybe the person now who is going to buy one Kofax now buys a Trout. Maybe they buy two bundles to maybe see how it, how it goes. But I don't think anyone on the large scale is purchasing these cards for the autograph. I just I think it's a gimmick. And I don't know if it's if it's a legit driver of product. It's going to drive the the small penny sales. It's not going to drive the thousand dollar sales. So I feel confident right now that he is going to fall under Griffey. He's not going to be over a hundred thousand. But we'll find out. We'll see. I could be way off here. But I, I just the numbers don't make sense from how they have worked out previously. Now let's look at cards that got released today. So here is George Brett by Keith Shore. This is a very, very clean design of the card. And I, I love the mask on the background. I love the single fan looking over the fence. There's so many great things I like about this. And I think it really works for when you think of Brett's original rookie card and you think of this card with the color. So, But as we quickly look back at Keith Shore, look, we just had him last week with the Griffey. But Mattingly at 13, McGuire at 28, Gibson at 54. Revere at 72, and then Griffey, of course, at 89. Look, when you think of the artists with five cards or more, Keith Shore is the number one printed artist on a per-card average. Now, look, he is second right now to Dauncey overall, but Dauncey only has two cards, and Shore has the help of the Griffey at 99,000. So I don't know if that's ever going to be topped, but he is number two overall, and his Griffey is number one. So he is the cream of the crop right now when it comes to a Project 2020 artists. But now let's look at Brett. Let's look at his history real quick. This will be George Brett's fifth card overall. His first card was Gregory Siff, sold 1,227. Then his Mr. Cartoon was 43 with 2630. 
is Tyson Beck was 1992 printed, card number 55, and then Grotesque was card number 75 at 5638. When you look at Brett overall, he is the second lowest printed athlete in this set so far. So be very curious to see how he does when you look at the the Trout 100 bump and then, of course, the Keith Shore right after Keith Shore's Griffey performance. So we'll find out. I'm very curious how the Pruders land tomorrow morning. So here is Willie Mays, card number 101. Uh, this card looks to me fantastic. I think it's watercolor, uh, but it, you can just look, you can see his face and he's just looking off into the distance. I think you can interpret this card however you would like. But this card is done by Jacob Rochester. This is his sixth card so far in the set. His first three cards, which were Koufax, Ripken, Frank Thomas, just didn't sell very well. I mean, under 2,000 copies printed of each. Now, then, then he got to Griffey. 9,000 Griffey sold. Now, card 66 was when the market started to shift a little bit, and we saw that higher increase there. And then he had his trout. So 34,000 trouts, currently the ninth. Uh, best card in the set so far and then Jacob Rochester himself right now is the middle point of the set he is the 10th uh, on when you think of the per card average he is number 10 overall of 20 so there he's the middle uh, he's kind of getting lost right now in this but he is really being lifted by, by Mike Trout but let's now look at Willie Mays and see how Willie Mays got here so Willie Mays's first card was card number 15 by Andrew Thiel then he was at 27 with F dot and then JK5 was 48. All of these cards sold very similar numbers, right around 1,500. Then you had King Saladin at 61 with 5,500. And then Sophia Chang, really, Willie Mays' first spike at over 10,000. But when you average all of his cards together, he right now is actually the third lowest printed athlete in the set. And I would argue some of his cards are actually really great looking. So it's surprising to see him you know, have such a low average, but I'll be very curious to see where this card lands today because I think this this not it's not his best looking card, but I do like the card better than 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 some of his other Willie Mays cards so far. So we'll see how this goes today. So there we have it. On the heels of one of the best athletes out there in the set, we are now followed up by number two and number three on the bottom of the list. So I'll be curious to see how Mays and Brett do for pre-orders, along with the fact that we're about to find out the print runs for McGuire and Robinson. So have a great day collecting. Enjoy Project 2020, and I will see you all tomorrow. <laughs>